Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Tea with Crema. My name is Chris. I'll be one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year and happy 50th episode anniversary. Is that how you would say that? I was so confused by the word you were trying to say by that. I was like... (laughs) Just our 50th anniversary, you know, getting a little up there. I think I like that. 50th episode anniversary. So that's what we're doing today. But that's not the topic of the day. No, no, no. It is the new year. So of course, we do have our third set of vision board episodes. So I'm super, super excited. I just recently listened to our... 2022 review episode, you know, editing, working on it. And it was really funny because I was definitely in sad boy mode at that time. (laughs) There were a lot of things going on. (laughs) It was wild. And then there was a part at the end where I was like, you know, in a month or so, I'll probably feel better about it and won't be (laughs) as negative. And then as I was editing and working on it, I was like, wow, I really know me because it's been (laughs) it's been about a month or so and I do feel much better and I'm not in my feelings in the same way. So I would like to go back and amend my review of 2022, maybe not 0.25 stars. (laughs) I I was very, very sad at the time. So, you know, maybe just like two stars. I was still very foggy the whole year. So from like March until October, it's definitely in a fog. Not feeling great, but there were some good things that happened. So I would put it point, I would move that 0.25 to two stars now. Wow. So instead of like a super F, it's just an F. <laughs> just a regular F. It's just a regular F. Then I, like, as I was listening to the episode, I was just like, but what happened to make it so bad? Because a 0.25 implies several terrible things happen. And no, it wasn't a bunch of terrible things. It just, I just didn't like what was happening, so <laughs> it's fine. And then it made me feel even worse because I was like, wow, this year wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, and then I was like, am I am I an a-hole for not having a bad year too? Sorry. <laughs> it was wild. So yeah, I'm amending my review to be a bit more accurate in reflecting my experiences. Two out of five. It wasn't a great year for me, but it was not terrible either. So clearly I was in the tunnel still. I don't know how, but I was. So it's fine. But now we're able to move forward the bit clearer heads and really set our intentions for this year, welcome to 2023. I'm very, very excited for this year. But before we begin, we do want to go ahead and do our tea check. So Emma, what tea did you bring today? It is another cold tea because my hot water is out of commission. My hot water maker is out of commission right now. It's currently being cleaned as part of the new year. You got to do all your new year cleaning. And that was one of the things that got neglected. Oops. So I am drinking another lemon tea, the same one as last time. It's so good. It's just a solid, good lemon tea. (laughs) What are you drinking today, Chris? Today, I have a cinnamon snowflake tea from Chicago Tea House. And honestly, it's really simple and straightforward. And I've come to realize that sometimes that's all you really need in a tea is maybe just a really solid tea leaf and maybe just one additional thing as opposed to eight 
random, not super strong things. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would have to give this tea a solid three and a half or four out of five stars because I'm just, you know, a fan of cinnamon. So for me, it works out. It's really simple, really nice. So I like it. And I got it on my trip to Chicago. And I did also want to shout out a tea house that I went to while I was there. So I got this tea at a Christmas market, which was super cute. But while I was there, I also went to a place called Chaya Chai. And chai teas are basically my new favorite teas. And so it was really cool to be able to go to a chai tea cafe. That is what this place specialized in, which is really nice. And I did try the basic spicy masala chai, which was very nice. It was really, really good. I liked it. It was one of the better chais I've had basically ever. And then I tried the cardamom pistachio chai, which was something that I tried because I've never had that combination of ingredients before. It was also very good. I was wired for the rest of the day and had a very hard time falling asleep that night, but both teas were worth it. Five out of five stars would definitely recommend this cafe to a friend. So if you're ever in Chicago, try out Chaya Chai Tea Shop. We'll be linking that in our stories. That's so cool though. I love when it's like, I love when you have like a tea house, like in Japan, it's very popular for you to go to like tea houses or bakeries that specialize in that one thing and they do it really well. So you have like these like, chai houses or you'll have these like bakeries that are known for their fluffy pancakes and that's all they make is fluffy pancakes you know so it's like i love seeing that in the u.s too when people just like Mm -hmm. love their craft because variety is nice but sometimes if you just want one thing that's really good that Mm -hmm. also really works so i did really enjoy just going to this one place well emma as you know we did a vision board episode (laughs) last year (laughs) we definitely talked about vision boards Did we do our vision boards, Crystal? (laughs) (laughs) I thought really hard about my vision board. Me too. And I was really intentional in thinking about it. But I did not make anything even close. I just, it never even, it never made. I didn't make a virtual one. I didn't put one on my phone. I didn't turn a whiteboard into, I just, it never happened. So the year 2022 has no vision board for me. I feel like I thought about it so often too. Like I was like, oh, I should probably make my vision board. And then I also felt pressured because I was like, okay, because I have to do it because the year before that, our first time we did our vision board, you had finished yours really quickly and it took me until February to finish mine. So I was like, oh God, I got to do it. I got to get on it. And then you just like never sent me a picture and yours is like not going. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do one either. (laughs) (laughs) I never, I didn't do any of the work any of the work and well we we got the review of 2022 all two stars of it so i mean you know compared to the year before where there was a vision board for 2021 and then Mm -hmm. not a vision board 2022 i'm a little convinced that maybe vision boards are a very they are a nice thing Mm -hmm. did everything like come to fruition the way i thought it was going to in 2021 because i had a vision board no But I do know that I was able to speak to specific things that did or did not come to fruition. Whereas 2022 just kind of felt like a shot in the dark. I don't, maybe things kind of came to fruition, but I don't know. I don't necessarily have like a solid record of what even those goals are. So like, yes, we have the podcast, but you'd have to go back and listen to the podcast to find Mm -hmm. those goals. I don't even, 
I couldn't tell you off the top of my head because I didn't write it down. <laughs> I didn't put it nowhere. So <laughs> this year we changed it though. We're not just talking about vision boards. No, no, no. I showed up to the episode today prepared. My vision board is done. Okay. It's done. You did it. You did the thing, you know? And I was like, because last time when we did it, we both actually didn't have a board. I think we were talking about the things that we're going to put on the board and then we did the board. But I think this time it was a lot easier because I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. And then I know what I want to talk about in the episode. Because I feel like if you go back to that first, first vision board episode we did, it was a little shaky. It was a little bit like, what are they even talking about? Like, we were like, oh, I would put a picture of this instead of like, I have a picture of this for the thing. And I think that's the difference between what is a vision board and what is a resolution. Like a resolution is like, I want to do this versus a vision board is I will do this. I will go to these places. I will envision myself doing these things. And I think that's where we kind of talk about like manifestation in our first, first episode where like in order for you to do these things, like energy goes where attention flows, right? I thought energy flows where the attention goes whatever edit that part (laughs) out you say what you just said because i think that sounds better right so like if you put your energy if you put your attention into these certain things like your energy is going to go to those places right and i think that's the difference between a vision board and a like new year's resolution would you agree yeah because i mean in my experience new year's resolutions are they're kind of just like wishes you know they're not yeah they're they're goals but there's not always that background work towards and you know different things for different people for me, resolutions were, I just want this to happen. And then there, that was it. I just said it that one time during New Year's and then never really revisited at all. So a vision board is different. And, you know, I'm sure it was also different that first episode because you look key scammed me into doing a vision board. <laughs> but I'm convinced now. So, yes, I do think having an idea of what a vision board is and also a better understanding of what works for me in terms of creating a vision board and setting those goals. It really helped to make sure that I had an actual vision board that would be aligned to my purposes this year. Yeah, I think that's what it was too, right? It was like we were following this person that I had found on the internet (laughs) and their version of a vision board. And like now we know exactly like what works for us. Like that first year you had two vision boards I had one and it was more like a hodgepodge serial killer looking thing with all of the magazines. It looks still kind of hodgepodgey, but now I understand why I put the hodgepodge where I put it. When you're thinking of your vision board, like what do you normally do to like set those goals or set those visions? How do you plan that out? I think I'm just a naturally goal oriented person in that I just know that I've set myself up to do certain things. And then that's what I'm working towards is accomplishing those things and figuring out what that needs to look like. And for me, getting older, sometimes you're, it can feel like, oh, I'm working towards this, this goal. And then if things get a little bit too complicated, then you can fall into the habit of, I don't know, for me, it'll just be like, oh, well, you know, I didn't really tell anyone. So they'll never know that I never hit this goal. It's totally fine. Changed it because it's what's convenient for me. And So something that a vision board has helped me evolve with is having a tangible, visible, shareable accountability system. So I'm able to share the vision board with others and show it off and do all that fun stuff so that just randomly, occasionally sprinkled throughout the year, people just ask questions 
sometimes related to the vision board. And that was my experience with the last one that I made. And it just kind of kept me always accountable to when people ask this question, I got to have an answer. What have I actually done in relation to the goals that I set? What steps have I actually taken? Because now granted, there's no like real pressure to get it done. But it would be kind of weird if people are like, Oh, what are you actually doing to work towards these goals? Or how's it going? I'm just like, I don't know, shrugging my shoulders. Like what, (laughs) what is the point? So for me, it works to have that system in place with the vision board. Yeah, I like that. This year, I kind of did it a little bit differently. I think when I first, the first year that we did it, I was really thinking about like these broad goals, like these broad visions of what I wanted. And this year, I wanted to be a little bit more specific in it. So I like, took note. And I said, these are the things that I want to have accomplished in 2023. And like, I envision this for myself, like I envision being whatever. Um, So that's kind of how I went into planning it. When I made my physical vision board, I was looking at those goals that I had set for myself. And some of them are like really specific, like for my travel, I put like travel to four more prefectures in Japan. You know, I wanted to set like an attainable goal. I didn't want to say like travel to all 46 because... (laughs) I just traveled to one prefecture over the, over the winter break and that was really expensive. So I need to be like realistic with my budget and like things like that. But you know, then there's other ones where it's like travel internationally at least once. Like it, and there's no goal as to like where that has to be. It doesn't have to be like to this one place. But I did say like I didn't want it to be in the US. Like I want it to be somewhere that I haven't been. Um, so I think that that's kind of how I set up how I was planning for these goals to put onto my vision board was that I have this list of things I want to finish in 2023. Do you want to talk about your categories that you put on your vision board? I kept it simple because I know just looking back at previous episodes and even the previous vision boards, I think another part of why I didn't do the vision board last year is because I felt like I had to represent all of these categories. And so this year, I did not want to, I don't want to try to fit everything on there. Also, because some of the categories that we do, we talk about them. I just didn't have, I didn't have specific things that I absolutely wanted to accomplish. I have general directions that I want to head in. They weren't pressing enough for me at this time to make specific visions and manifestations and goals about them. So I did focus this year on travel, wellness, finance and reading. Those are my four big goals or four big categories of goals this year. And I'm still thinking about the other things that we talk about. So career and relationships are the two big ones that we talk about frequently. But this year, I don't have specific vision board type things. So career wise, it's just a matter of refining what I'm already doing, which just it just didn't, I'm exploring right now career wise. So it just, I don't have an end goal in mind presently. I'm still going with the flow on that one. I do have a relationship goal, but it's only one of, it's one goal. So I didn't really feel like it needed a whole delineation on the vision board. And so this year, instead of trying to focus on so many different types of relationships and all this other stuff. I'm really just going to be focusing on my relationship with my family and strengthening the bonds between myself and my mom and my siblings. Oh, I love that. Like that's the one thing that I'm really focusing on. That doesn't mean like I'm neglecting everyone else in the world. But for me, I think I got overwhelmed with trying to do, trying to connect with too many people. And so I'm just really focusing on strengthening the relationship with that small group of people. 
Yeah, I like that. And I actually had Isaac sit down and also create a vision board this year too, which I feel like he had a really good time. At first, it was kind of like clunky and awkward because he was like, I don't I don't understand what it is. So I really felt like I had a pre, like I had some prep to doing this episode because I was like, okay, first I want you to like think about a year from now or like five years from now. Because again, like a vision board doesn't have to be next year, right? By the end of 2023. That's just how Chris and I happen to do ours. Like in six months, what do you want to do? In three months, what do you want to do? And, you know, I told them like, this is how I separated my categories. Like, again, these don't have to be your categories. Like it just happened that when I made my list of things I want to do, it just happen to nicely be in these different categories i like how you have on your vision board like you have the different categories listed mine are more like they're listed around in the border and you guys will see it on our instagram too when we post it but like in the border i have like my four that i'm focusing on this year is travel mental and physical well-being which i guess would be like wellness um financial and then relationships so one of my big focuses is also on relationships and i think being away from home it makes it a lot easier for me to like not have to check in with my parents and like i'm so far like oh it's a 14 hour time difference like if i call them now it's like gonna be too early or it's gonna be too late but after having my mom in japan for the past two weeks i was like okay actually like i really do want to maintain these like and like continue to foster these relationships especially as an adult now you know starting wanting to start my own family like thinking about the ways that my parents parented me you know, and having those like conversations with them. And then Isaac also like, we hadn't, we hadn't even talked about our goals, but he also put on his like, I want to talk to my siblings more. He's one of seven. So, you know, there's a lot of siblings to get through in a seven day week. And he has both of his parents, you know, and so it's kind of like, do I call a sibling a day? Do I like, how do I prioritize this? Like, you know, and so I think that's kind of on my, I feel like that's kind of what we have in common in terms of relationships is like strengthening our familial ties just really nice and again we haven't we have not talked about our really any of our goals up until this point so truly that just overlapped very well you know it's all live right now tea with crema we have not (laughs) actually discussed our goals at all with each other so our relationships categories truly just aligned i'm just saying so that's really nice and then we have the books one in common so how many books are you aiming for this year i'm aiming for 12 which is a bit of a stretch from last year. What did you aim for last year? 12. I finished two. The two that I did read weren't that great. And then I started other ones, which also weren't that great. And so I think part of it is reading is one of those things that when I, when I find a book that I really enjoy, I'll tear through it and get through the book. But I was struggling because the books that I was reading were not good. I just didn't really enjoy them. I looked at my reviews of them because I'm tracking on Goodreads because part of it is I forget what books I have and haven't read. And I looked at the two books that I read this year and I was just like, these, I gave them both two stars because they just, I don't know, they just weren't all that captivating. One of them, I Am Legend, real let down. I thought it was going to be better. It just wasn't. That's unfortunate. I've just not had great luck in picking good books i would say like the last time i read a book that i really enjoyed was when we did felix ever after Mm. that was one that i've really enjoyed and so overall like in the past two years the books that i've read have been overwhelmingly not great lord of the flies not good that's not a good book i don't know why you chose that one east of eden not good i think you need to move away from the classics i think you need some contemporary in your life (laughs) yeah i think that's what it is so this year i'm definitely going to be doing i will be reading books that i actually just want to read Instead of trying to be like, hmm, 
this is supposed to be a blah, blah, whatever. Just read books that I want to read, which I think will help. And so the book section on my vision board is blank because I didn't want to predetermine the books. I do want them to be, you know, if someone recommends a book and it works out and I read it, when I finish, then a picture, a little clip art of the book is going to go in the blank square. And so the goal is for the end of the year to have 12 books in the little squares. And you could also do like, if you read more than that, you could have like your top 12. Cover the ones that were lame. (laughs) (laughs) That was a mistake. I didn't mean that one. Yeah, I was looking at my Goodreads because I just updated it yesterday with all the books that I had read. I've been keeping track on my Instagram, like my personal Instagram. And I read 69 books last year and my goal was 24. And so this year I want to do 46 I don't know why I don't want to go higher than 69. It was just because some of them were like such easy reads. Like I was just like tearing through them. But I think the main difference between us is because I have a commute in the morning. Like you also have a commute, but you can't read while you're driving. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a passive commute. <laughs> exactly. I have, I have to just stand there and then, you know, get off the train when I need to. I think that definitely has helped with my reading. But yeah, I said I wanted to read 46 this year. And then out of that 46, I want five of them to be professional development books. So I feel like I read a lot of professional development books when we first started teaching. And then I read a lot when we were getting our master's. And then I kind of just like fell off on reading them because I was like, well, I already have the master's. I already have the thing. But I think it's good to kind of keep like, you know, be in the know of what's kind of popular right now, what's trending in terms of education, even though education feels like it's at a stagnant staying in the same place you know i i like to see what other people are saying about education as a whole i'd imagine it's hard to develop new ideas when you can't keep people in the classrooms to begin with but facts facts it's neither it's neither here nor there big facts anyways we're we're reading this year so and i mean you also read a lot of books during your social media cleanse so i forgot about that yeah that might have also been like why you got to 69 as opposed to like so 46 might actually be a reasonable goal unless you do another social media cleanse where you tear through that was like almost 20 books in that month you said because as i was like clicking through to see like the because i always put like oh February number one, February number two, whatever. And then I was like thinking in the summer, right? I feel like in the summer, that's when I would get most of my reading done because I'm not doing much. But that's when I also got COVID. So I only read three books in July. So when I was doing my top 12 for the year, it was like this dumb book that I read in July that I didn't even really like, but it just happened to be like the top for July because the other three were (laughs) not that good either. (laughs) But yeah, during, yeah, during September, I think I read like 10 or 11. You're right. There was a lot going on. Actually, there was very little going on because you weren't on social media. So <laughs> exactly. exactly. So I think 46 is like a doable number. I figured I took 23 multiplied it by two. Last year, I did 24 because I took 12 multiplied it by two. I feel like 46 now that I'm talking about it sounds like a lot. So I might not meet it. We'll see. Yeah, my goal is 12 from two. So, you know, different strokes for different folks. That's Just 600%. <laughs> do what you got to do. So we'll see what happens. That was a category that I don't think we've ever included before. So really, really thinking about literacy this year. And then no, I don't have a career major section. Again, we talked a little bit about it. It sounds like you don't really either. Other than like professionally getting caught up on what's going on in the world. (laughs) Yeah. So it's fine. That's not a big one for us this year. It's just not where we want to focus our energy and our time. And then I want to do travel last because I'm very excited for my travel goals in 2023. So we'll come back there. And then I think the boring one for me is like financial goals. 
I'm uh, excited for them, but like they're kind of boring. It's so boring. Like, yeah, saving money, great, but like, ugh. But it is what it is, right? Like, we're we're building towards generational wealth. We're building towards just general wealth in general. I don't know. I said that five times. Say that ten times fast. I think you're building towards generational wealth. I'm not 100% convinced that the world's going to make it too many more generations for me to have to worry about it. So I'm just trying to live my best current life in whatever that looks like. But ultimately, the world is very expensive. And so that does require some specific move making. And so this year, I'm just really focusing in on really learning about retirement stuff because I just have been passively existing with retirement, it just, it's there. I know it's there. I'm doing some stuff. And then I do want to learn a little bit about my own personal investing. I'm not 100% convinced that it actually would change my life in the way that some people claim that it does. I'm just, my preliminary research has not supported that thesis at all. So if anyone can actually explain or wants to take some time, that could be a whole episode if you really want it to be. But as of right now, I'm not convinced that investment, invest mints and investing in the stock market and things are all that great. And then I did put a literal goal of putting $3,000 away because my ultimate goal in five years is to have $30,000 so I can make a potential sizable down payment on a dwelling of some sort. I don't necessarily just want to say like a house, but it would definitely be something that I own in in whatever that looks like for me in five years. So then, sorry, going back to that 3,000 goal. So then would you increase that every year? Because in five years, if you're continuing with the 3,000, that's only- So I already have some. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Currently. So yes, there would be what I have presently and then 3,000 a year. And then I am, I'm personally using the laddering strategy using certificates of deposit to generate a higher interest for them annually than you would in just a passive regular savings account. They do have some like high interest savings accounts, but the biggest thing is, so the big pro with certificates of deposits, very, very brief, greater interest rates. The con is you can't pull that money out without penalty for the duration that you set the certificate of deposit. And so I use the laddering method, which is you put different amounts in for different time periods. So that way, if something does occur between now and like the ultimate ultimate uh, maturation date, which for me is that five-year goal, I'll still have essentially some potentially liquid cash flow to cover those major things. And so that's why I'm using the laddering method as opposed to just going all of what I have currently, putting it in at that five-year. Because yes, it would gather more interest all in that one account, but that's that money is locked away for five years unless I'm willing to take a major L on some of it. And so that's why I personally chose to do the laddering method in five years. We'll follow up and see if it was worth it. I, you know, like going back to what you were talking about, like stocks and like investments and things, I actually knew a, a family growing up. This is an anecdotal, but she, the, the mom had, she would do like the penny stocks. And she actually ended up sending all of her kids to college based on her investments. Like she just got really good at the stock market and things like that. I don't have contact with them anymore, so I can't bring them on the show. But (laughs) interesting. But if any of you have interest in or have experience in the stock market and investments, please let us know and you can come on the show. Okay, moving into wellness. What's your goals? What's your vision? Not your goals. What are your visions for this upcoming year? I am 
still going to be focusing in on yoga and mobility. I've come to realize that that's a big thing. Just keeping your body spry and not like gymnast flexible, but just not like paralyzingly in pain to move. So I want to keep that up and I will probably keep, not probably, I'm going to keep running. I might run another five or 10 K this year. Definitely another five, possibly a 10. We'll see kind of how my body handles that. And then I still, I wasn't going to put the in the kitchen in there originally, but then I realized that that's a big, that's a big thing for me. A, it saves money because you're eating at home and not out. B, you can control portions and all of the other things that go into cooking. So just physically, it's a better option. And then C, I just really enjoy cooking. So emotionally, it's really therapeutic for me. And then I did put a little therapy thing on there because I will try that in 2023. I'm going to learn more. Keep learning. I'm almost there. There's like one or two things short of trying to figure out how to like therapy. And then (laughs) I do want to try to join a sports league this year. I tried. I played dodgeball with Shemaine and her family over the summer. And it just, it throwback to college days. I used to play dodgeball in college all the time. And like I was on a sports team and we would just try out different sports. And it was, I forgot that I just enjoy like the spirit of competition and I'm going to be great at any of them, but it's just the, just moving and trying and like competing. It's just fun. And so there's that. And then I did put a goal weight on there and it's controversial for me personally, because I just, I'm not sure that that's how I want to measure physical well-being. I'm still going back and forth on it. So it's there, but I've put it there in like a flexible way because I haven't I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what's the best measurement. Yeah. Like, do I actually care about that specific measurement? So Mm. I don't know. It might go back and forth on the board. It might be up sometimes and down sometimes. As of right now, it's up, but we'll see. Oh, I like that. I just looking at my list. This is the first year I haven't put like a goal weight on there, which I just noticed. Um, I don't know why. Maybe I just forgot. Maybe that wasn't my priority this year. I don't know. But after you brought that up, I was like, oh, I don't even have like, usually I'm like, oh, I want to be this by the end of the year. And I think I'm in that season of life now that I'm just like, it is what it is. I think the more important thing for me in terms of wellness is moving. Like you had a really good year of movement last year in terms of running. So yeah, that's like kind of on my wellness in terms of physical. I do want to start like stretching, (laughs) just stretching. Just the basic act of stretching is good. I did buy new running shoes. So I'm excited to start using those again and getting out there and just, you know, really just getting my adrenaline, getting my heart racing, heart pumping, whatever. Um, I changed the goal on my Apple watch. It used to be set at 30 minutes of exercise and that's when I would meet it but I moved it to 60 minutes because I was meeting the 30 minutes every day but that was just me going to and from school so I want to do like extra because it's like more than me just going to and from school I also put on physical to start walking to school instead of taking the bus because the train the second train station drops me off and it's either a 10 minute walk or a two minute bus ride so in the rain most times I take the bus but when I'm running late I also take the bus (laughs) Which like that costs money because I have to get on the bus, all this stuff versus I could just like walk the 10 minutes. So yeah. And then I also, oh, I want to get back into meal prepping just specifically for breakfast. Like I've already given up on trying to meal prep for lunch because I like the school lunch. It's good. It meets all of the criteria. I get a vegetable. I get a grain. I get fruit. 
because they do they do lunch really well in Japan. But for breakfast, I have not been prepping, and I kind of just like wake up and then I go to work. And next to my work, there's a convenience store, and I literally eat convenience store breakfast every morning. Which it's super cheap, but it's not very healthy. And oh, in terms of mental, this year I want to make more time for mindfulness and meditation because I feel like my brain is always like rah, 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 and I just want to shut it off sometimes. <laughs> and um, oh, also just like checking in with my husband, just like emotionally, you know, like we see each other at night, and it's like I just want to be more intentional with our check-ins, like. How are we both really feeling? How are we, you know, how can we make our relationship stronger? Ugh, that's so cheesy and corny. Moving on. <laughs> also, not every day. Yeah, exactly. Please don't ask me this question again. We've talked about it every day for 30 days. Like, <laughs> Oh, I put in here, check in with Isaac every week. Weekly. Weekly check-ins. I think those are good. Which I also put weekly or bi-weekly date nights. So I saw that idea on TikTok to like do an indoor date and an outdoor date. Oh, that's so cute. We'll see if it works. We'll see. <laughs> it's part of it. Just trying it out. Exactly. See what does actually work and like what things you need to make work because they don't work. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. a fine balance. And then sometimes things just don't work because they don't need to work. Exactly. Like there's nothing broken with it. So stop trying to make something. <laughs> Try, stop trying to do a fix for something that's not broken. <laughs> exactly. So it's fine. I'm very excited for all of that. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Then maybe you can run a 5K this summer. Maybe. Sign us up, Christopher. <laughs> I will sign you up promptly. I'll, I'll bring up my, I'll bring home my running shoes. Last year I brought home, oh, I don't even think I brought home any shoes, <laughs> like running shoes or anything. <laughs> I just she came, showed up barefoot, y'all. I just came, I just came with a suitcase and a lot of hopes. <laughs> that was it. Nah, I don't do summer 5Ks, but you can do that. That sounds terrible. In Texas, narrow, thank you. And then the last one is our the travel. Very exciting. It's top, it's top of my vision board. It's like right there. I'm going to go first because yours are a lot better than mine. And I think yours are a lot. Like I'm just going to go first because then it's going to be like, oh, Chris is having this like really great vision. And then I was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> so in true tea with crema fashion, Emma's going to go first. I'm going to go first because I'm the more el- underwhelming. <laughs> I'm the underwhelming <laughs> choice. So travel this year, I am focusing on traveling within japan so four prefectures four different prefectures than ones i've been to i like tallied it up i think i've been to eight so far so this would be putting me to 12 out of 46 i want to go somewhere that's not in tokyo for my birthday so it can be anywhere else that's not tokyo could even be the prefecture over from tokyo I do want to travel internationally at least once. The really nice thing about being in education in Japan is that I get week long breaks and like four day weekends a lot of places. So I do want to like take advantage of that. I also put on my 23 and 2023 and on my vision board, I put hiking. So finding more trails, hiking more trails. It could be like the same trails, but like getting faster at them. I think that's one of my big goals is to be a little bit more quick as I'm doing it. And then I also want to go camping at least once with Isaac. I've been camping by myself here. Yeah. What about you and your travels, Christopher? Where are you going? Where in the world is Christopher of Crema? Do they have bears in Japan? It's like when you hike, do you have to worry about bears? So fun fact, there are bears and people wear these bear bells like they and it like rings. And so in the past, what would happen was that it would just warn the bear that you were coming. So like Bears and humans don't really interact with each other in that way, but the bears are very intelligent and they started realizing that when they hear the bell, that means the person got food. So they started 
So like the thing that was meant to deter the bear now encourages the bear. I personally haven't seen any bears and I think it's more like black bears. It's the little ones, not the, they don't have like grizzlies or brown bears here. They have the cute bears. But they also have monkeys and the monkeys are not nice. I have heard that the monkeys will come for you unapologetically. And your baby. Did you ever see the one that dragged the baby? It dragged the baby. Literally came for the baby. <laughs> for the whole thing. Not the baby's pacifier, not nope. the baby's bottle. It came nope. for the baby. It was like a Tarzan reenactment, but not the nice monkeys. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen it. It's wild. Interesting. I didn't realize that there were bears in Japan. But in other news, before we get to my travel, on the background of my vision board, because it's really important, I took a lot oh, of time. It was yes. like half of... Half of it, I realized I didn't cover it. So I'm going to, you know, push travel back a little bit more, build up a little bit more anticipation. But on the background, I used my favorite colors. So green and purple and a little bit of orange that I made using red and yellow for the sun. Because this is going to be foundationally a year of growth and just trying new things and really just taking in new experiences and getting better from them. That's it. So that's my, it did take, it's hand painted, y'all. Hand that's painted. not a sticker y'all that is a hand painted christopher smith right mm-hmm. original did mm. you sign the bottom i made that shade of purple myself that sun i made that shade i'm just saying it's an original original okay. piece so i'm gonna propose something as well we're gonna push back a little bit further for your travel as well because i feel like Ooh. it should be our final announcement let's talk about how did you create your vision board like starting from step number one how do you do this? So first I had to actually figure out what I wanted to do on my vision board. So it took, that was probably the longest part. So that was unofficially about a month, but formally about a week of really figuring out, okay, what do I actually want on the vision board? So what are my goals? What are things that didn't work out well? Why was 2022 a two-star year as opposed to a four or five-star year? And then working from there. And so using the categories that we had, I then determined what my, just like the vision board that I made two years ago, the theme that year was everything that I was doing was focusing on getting to Brazil. So the background was the Brazil flag. And then I just built everything on top of that. This year, I chose the plant and the sun because I'm just always, I'm growing towards things that spark joy for me this year. So that is my focus is just growth and doing things that bring me joy and happiness. So I chose the canvas because the poster that I used last time kind of bent when the paint dried. So the canvas doesn't because it's a canvas. And so penciled it out, painted it, and then had to determine how I wanted to make everything else happen. So I used stickers again for the lettering. And I did actually letter out the categories because last year or two years ago's vision board, looking back on it, I was like, I kind of understand what some of these things are, but also kind of didn't which I think also spoke to a lack of clarity in creating that vision board. And so this year I stickered out the goals and then I used Canva predominantly to do like the magazine effect. I don't like the true magazine effect. For me, it's cluttery and (laughs) I just, it's not, it's not for me. So I did like everything is like cut out specifically and placed very intentionally. And so that was my overall plan of attack there. And then I just cut up pieces of index card for my 12 book spots. Nice. I Mine is the same. I think mine... Oh, shoot. It's a, it's a much smaller board than I'm used to. I think when I first did it, I did it on like a whatever size... What is the size you have for your canvas? 
12 by 24. Yeah. So he has like a 12 inch by 24 inch. And I think mine is actually just like a 10 by 10. But this is just what I found. We don't really have like Michaels and things like that in Japan. So I just went to the dollar store. They had this. I used that again, like use the materials you have. Pretty much the same exact plan that Chris had with like planning and then figuring out how I was going to place it. Instead of the Canva, I did use the magazines, which I think sometimes limits you because you have to go with what's in your magazines, right? You don't have the freedom to like, oh, I'm going to find this picture. So like I knew ideas of like what I wanted to represent the things. But again, like I was limited to that, like what magazines I had, which were like these magazines called Tokyo Weekender, which are free in Japan. And I use those and I have like this like camping catalog from this company that I use. So that was like, it helped because I would use that for like my hiking to represent that. And then my mom in the past has sent me Food Network magazine. So I also use those as well. Again, like use what you have or you can always print your pictures too, which I feel like makes it a lot more intentional in terms of like printing your own because you know exactly what you're looking for. But yeah, we will also have a video for you to see on the Tea with Karma Instagram if you'd like to know how to make a vision board for yourself. So Christopher, do you have a drum roll? Travel with Christopher from Crema. Where are you going, Christopher? So this year, I've made some very intentional goals for myself. I will be visiting New York City for the first time. have never been to New York City, so I'm very, very excited to kind of round out a lot of my major U.S. cities travel. I think that's probably like one of the bigger ones that I've never been to. I put a general beach on there because I've decided that internally I just like going to the beach at least once a year. It just recharges me, so I'm very excited to go to a beach this year. I have also put whitewater rafting Because I think for the entire time that I've known Emma, I've always talked about wanting to go whitewater rafting. It's been an odd obsession. I don't understand. Like, I get it, but I don't get it. (laughs) It's just so much fun. It just looks like fun. So I want to do it. So it's on my list officially. And then I came to the realization that I've not seen the Grand Canyon. Ever? Ever. And so everyone's like, it's just so majestic. Pictures don't do it justice. You have to see it. They don't do it justice. That's a good one. I want to go see the Grand Canyon. I got to go figure out. I don't know how one goes to see the Grand Canyon, but I'm going to go figure out how to see the Grand Canyon this year. And then the last two, one I've put on there, it is Japan. So Japan is on there. We'll see. I could, it could also be like a little bit of like a, maybe not 2023, but like early 2024 saving up for it you know so we'll see it's there though because i it is something that's like top of mind for me but the big one is still this year it's not the vision board but officially i will be going to brazil this year for the first time so it'll be my first international trip i have done all of the pre-work it is super it's been years in the making literally years like it has started like it had started from the beginning of this podcast now we're in year three christopher is going he will see some updates on the instagram his also goal which he doesn't have on his vision board is to take more pictures of himself because if y'all saw the recap for episode 49 he had four pictures out of the six that he sent me (laughs) (laughs) for the whole year for the whole year so that is his goal i'm about to buy him a selfie stick so he can tripod his way through brazil (laughs) i'm just like she made that goal i had not made that goal until this is the first i've heard of it so i guess now i will be doing that more 
put a camera somewhere on that vision board, please. I just, I just need you to like remember things. Just like I can't have you be taking like mental pictures because also when I ask you <laughs> things, then you're like, oh, I don't even remember what I did that day. What, Christopher? Like, no, I need pictures. <laughs> so yes, that is also on his vision board. He didn't know it, but now it is. Working on it. But yes, I'm very excited. Any other major things that you want to cover with your vision board? Not at this time. But again, a vision board is meant to be revisited, everyone. So it's not just like a static, it sits there, now I'm done. No, you have to keep revisiting it, reflecting, making changes if you need to, adding things if you need to, all of above. So happy vision boarding to everyone. Woohoo! So I'll be putting mine by my front door. So if you have any questions, please feel free to come and check out any changes. But with that, Emma... It is time for our rapid fire question. Sound effects. I just, I love them. I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. Okay. And in true fashion, I go first in 2023, Christopher, which you might need some time to think about, but you might not. What is your word of the year? Oh, like my word of the year? Yeah. Hmm. Scam. Scam? Scam. Honestly, because I think everything is a scam. Facts. So like anytime I learn about something, I'm just like, this is a scam. (laughs) Taxes, scam. Interest rates, scams. Credit cards, credit scores, scams. Healthcare, scams. Health insurance, scams. (laughs) Everything. I'm just like all the time. That is that is a good weird word. I was thinking more like your intention, like your word of the year in terms of like intentions, but I like that as well. My word of the year this year, and I had to like come to this realization as I was traveling with my family. It was Isaac, myself, my nephew, and my mom. And there were so many times that I was getting stressed out for no reason. My word of the year is breathe. I would stress myself out to the point where I was like, I'm not having fun. Oh. But it was like, I'm not having fun because I'm the one that's taking care of the background things for us to have the fun. And that's why I wasn't having fun. So it took me about a couple of days to realize that I just need to breathe. And it is what it is. (laughs) That makes sense. I understand. Okay. Okay. I get that. My question's very funny. You're going to have to look this thing up. Okay. Okay. So you're going to have to look up Huntsman Spider if you don't already know what it is. I don't know what that is. I don't like spiders. It's going to be great. I know. So my question is, how would you feel if you came face to face with this spider? And this is because I've been watching na- nature documentaries a lot the past few days. Oh, why is it so big? <laughs> I know. I don't think I would know what to do. They are also called giant crab spiders. I'm literally getting chills. I have chills up and down my body. What the actual... Oh, no. I would cry. I would literally die. Just one of those like cardiac arrest moments because I literally just died. It. So if you're not about spiders, don't look up that spider. But it is it's massive. I think is the the biggest takeaway. It, it is, is large. Very They're large. No, they like to be in woody places. Oh god. Oh god. They're popular <laughs> everywhere. They live everywhere, except some except northern northern U.S. and Canada. And Russia. Well, oh, I mean, you haven't run into one yet. So, I mean, the probability of you running into one now is still probably pretty low, but it's a little scary. Do you want to know how they mate? No. <laughs> they mate by vibrating their bodies. Oh, goodness. And they, trans- they transmit vibrations from their bodies to the surface of the thing that they've anchored themselves to. And then the female finds it based on the, oh, I don't like that. No, no, no. <laughs> 
It's a no for me, dog. Are they venomous? I don't know. I just know that, like, the size... I don't even care. Anything that big must be venomous. The largest spider by volume, which is the bird eater spider, also, like, is not toxically venomous, but, like, it's just so big that why? Why would I want? They're not deadly. Huntsman spiders are not deadly to humans, but it says it would be a mistake to assume that not being life-threatening means that they are safe. They are venomous, and the bites can be painful to humans, causing localized swelling and pain. And then some people may ex- experience headaches and nausea, but you won't die. You'll just... Oh, God, I saw it on someone's hand. No, no, I'm done. Uh, no. Yeah, it's just so large that it's gonna hurt, you know? No. It just is. I don't like that. Okay, moving on. Where can we find our episodes? <laughs> so stressed you introduced it yourself (laughs) oh no but in all seriousness emma where can people find the podcast you can find our podcast on twitter and instagram and also now facebook at the tea with crema you can also find us anywhere that you stream your podcast including youtube if you'd like to leave us a tip or would like to buy us a cup of tea you can also venmo us at the tea with crema we hope to see you next time bye I'm one for one.